Welcome back to The The Mentors. Mentors. This is Vadim. And Sergey. And you're listening to our weekly segment called The 5-Minute Pick-Me-Up, where we tell you stories to motivate you for the week to come. And we have a motivational one for you this week, and it's based on a really interesting story that I heard on LinkedIn that obviously if you read the title of this episode, the story of a homeless neuroscientist, you kind of have an idea of what this is about a little bit. But let me tell you what I actually read and why it's relevant for you, our audience, today here on The Mentors. So I was scrolling through my LinkedIn feed a couple of days ago. Actually, it was exactly four days ago now that I'm looking on LinkedIn directly. And there was a woman that I didn't know that posted something that a common contact liked. That's the only reason why I saw this post. In fact, when I saw this post, it only had five likes. So it wasn't like it was something that was viral, just something someone in my network shared. Let me read you this post by a woman named Brianna. When talking to recruiters and hiring managers, I have difficulty answering questions related to location and availability. I tend to struggle because I was told to never get too personal in a professional setting. But I want to write this so that future recruiters or hiring managers know the truth. I am homeless. I have been homeless since I was a junior in college. The address listed on my resume is not my resume. It's my best friend's home address. She sent me my important documents while I lived in temporary housing. But I do not write this out of pity. I write this because I want people to understand me. I became the first one in my family to get a college degree. I did research. I worked part-time. I studied hard to keep my scholarship. I did extracurriculars, planned events, mentored younger students, and found my passion in neuroscience. I'm not saying someone should hire me just because I'm homeless. Rather, I want people to know I accomplished many impressive feats when I had virtually nothing. I have the skills necessary to succeed in STEM. My situation is just not normal. But that has never stopped me, and I hope someone can appreciate that. Thanks for reading. Hashtag open for work. Black in STEM. Never give up. Now... Let me tell you the results of this post before we get into what is so incredible about what she wrote. As I mentioned, it was only five likes when I saw it. Now, there's 1,663 likes on this post, which is a crazy amount of engagement, 148 comments on the post, including a comment from Wayne Mackey, the CEO of StateSpace, who we had on this podcast earlier in the year. Wayne is a guy that I know through the NYU network who started a video game company that uses neuroscience. And Wayne was one of the first people I thought of when I saw this post. I thought, what's a small thing that I can do beyond just commenting on Brianna Austin's post that could actually help her? And I thought of people in my network that are neuroscientists. And so I just reached out to Wayne, told him about the post, said it resonated. And if he could help out, you know, please do so. And he commented on her post, telling her that her story resonated, congratulating her on her accomplishments and saying that he's willing to talk to her because they hire talented people on their team all the time. And there's 148 other comments just like this, encouraging Brianna and offering potential opportunities to her because she took a chance and posted this on LinkedIn. So let's talk about some of our takeaways from what Brianna did. First of all, she did something that most people would be too embarrassed to do, in part because it goes outside of social norms. It goes beyond what most people are comfortable with sharing to the world. Now, we're not saying that everybody needs to go out there and share their story of how they overcame adversity on social media, but the main takeaway here is that sometimes if your gut tells you that something is the right move, in which case, this is what Brianna felt was the right move, right? Everybody kept on telling her that you shouldn't share your personal story in a professional setting. But she felt like it was the right thing to do, and she did it. 
oftentimes our gut is actually correct. And so you might be afraid to take that next step. It might feel awkward. It might be scary. But if you feel like it's the right thing to do, then do act. Go for that ask. The other takeaway is how Brianna delivered her message. She didn't do this in a voice that felt like there was desperation, that she was asking for help, that she was pleading others to help her out. She actually did it in a voice that tried to be helpful to other people. Here, take a look at my situation. You might be in a challenging time right now. You might be stressed out. You might also have adversity. But if somebody can move on and improve their situation, literally from zero, from being homeless, from having nothing then certainly you have a chance as well. So it was actually a story that would motivate others, not just a statement that sounded like it was asking for some kind of a handout. The last thing that she did is through that post, in some nuanced ways, she actually created a lot of credibility. She was one of the first people to get a college degree. She worked part-time. She studied hard to keep her scholarship, right? Saying that she actually received some scholarships as well. She did extracurriculars, planned events. She's clearly an organizer. So she also communicated a lot of credibility in her statements, showing other people what you could do to create credibility for yourself. I think Brianna accomplished something that's really difficult to accomplish, which is to be vulnerable in a public post like this but also do it in a way that calls out that vulnerability directly so that people don't feel awkward about it, right? When you read that post, you don't feel like this is just someone else asking for help. You feel like this is someone with a unique situation and maybe if there's some way I can be helpful to her, I should be because she sounds like somebody that is deserving of help. We wanted to share Brianna's story with you today just to show you that no matter what difficult temporary situation you might be going through right now, it's possible to do something that gets people and your community to rally around you and help you like people are doing this week for Brianna. And over the last 17 weeks with the weekly seminars that we've been hosting with some of the most promising professionals at companies like Google and Twitter and Facebook, etc., they also had to go through similar situations in their lives. Maybe not quite as difficult as Brianna's, but everybody has their own difficult moments in life. And similar to her, they were able to do creative things, you know, creative networking, creative outreach and relationship building to get their community to rally around them. If you want to hear stories like that, we'd love for you to join one of our free weekly sessions. They We host them every Wednesday at 6 p.m. You can just go to school16.co slash seminars and you'll see all the upcoming events that we have. Maybe you'll learn something from somebody like Brianna who has a creative story of her own that she can share and you can actually network with her live in that event. But the point is that right now, a lot of us are facing difficulty. And if we're going to come out of what's happening of the current crisis on the other end successful, we will have to probably push a little harder and get more creative in our approach about how we generate opportunities for ourselves. And of course, about how we build and develop relationships. That's it for the five minute pick me up this week. We encourage you to join this Wednesday session with Nicole Delaney, who is a market operations lead at Lyft, by going to school16.co forward slash seminars. And of course, we'll see you next week. Mm